Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 233 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Sunday, January 8th, 2012 on uh, tonight's show. Uh, it could be a unique topic here, uh, focused locally uh, here. Uh, and uh, just in a few minutes, going to be having uh, Vindicator Business Reporter, uh, Youngstown Vindicator Newspaper Business Reporter, Carl Henkel, uh, going to be talking about uh, fracking. What is that? We'll get into that. And uh, was kind of the discussion locally here was kind of triggered eight days ago with an earthquake here in northeastern Ohio. I know. So we will talk about all of that and related topics uh, coming up on episode 233 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, starting right now. about medicine and social media and tonight local issues this is the family medicine rocks podcast live on blog talk radio i'm your host my name is mike savella family physician and social media enthusiast what is this show about generally generally i tell people this is uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician but we have a unique topic here tonight i encourage you to check out the website for this show it's uh, familymedicinerocks.com Shout out to all 8,126 people who are following me on Twitter. I don't know why, but I very much appreciate that. Also, shout out to all 320 people who like the Facebook page for this show. Thank you so much for that. Today is Sunday, January 8, 2012. It is 10 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, right here at the Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it feels like 31 degrees Fahrenheit, but it's been a fairly good weekend around here in uh, northeastern Ohio. hope your weekend went well. Uh, I'm going to be trying something a little bit different tonight. Uh, usually I talk about medicine and social media topics, but uh, this year, 2012, I want to start talking about some other issues, especially things uh, affecting uh, the local uh, community here. And uh, eight days ago, the, uh, a 4.0 magnitude earthquake uh, struck uh, this part of the country, which is unusual for this part of the country. And uh, it's kind of sparked up the uh, discussion on something called fracking. And uh, that has the potential to have huge economic benefit, uh, but obviously with the earthquake that has uh, also drawn up uh, some environmental concerns, uh, and uh, we're going to get into that discussion here um, in a little bit. Um, and uh, uh, coming up in a little bit, we'll be having a Youngstown Vindicator newspaper business reporter, Carla Hinkle, who is the 
kind of the fracking expert, especially when it comes to uh, the media here in the local community. We'll be uh, talking about that. I just met him on Twitter um, eight days ago. I saw him tweeting about the earthquake here and uh, invited him to come on the show. And uh, thank you so much for him to, for taking the time here. We'll be talking about things a little bit. I, I encourage you to go to their website. It's vindy.com, V-I-N-D-Y.com slash fracking. They have a whole section on this very important subject. Um, and uh, Carl also has his own blog slash website at bizcarl, B-I-Z-K-A-R-L dot wordpress dot com. And he has some uh, interesting blog posts out there as well. Uh, so, so yeah, things have just uh, gotten uh, very, very interesting here in the local debate um, here in the Youngstown, uh, Ohio area. And uh, it's, it's gotten very political around here uh, when it comes to this issue, and uh, I've written about that on my website as well. Uh, so, uh, so even for people who are not in this immediate area, uh, this will be an interesting uh, discussion, especially if you don't know anything about fracking or what they call hydraulic uh, fracking. And I also want to let people know that uh, I will not be taking any questions uh, from the listeners tonight, mainly because I have all my own questions about this. I encourage you to uh, go to vindy.com slash fracking, and uh, they, have a, uh, they have ways to uh, get into part of the uh, discussion uh, there. So before that, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for uh, having me as a featured host on the network here. Thank you so much for that. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005, including over 200 of these uh, Blog Talk Radio shows. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a family physician in full-time private practice, uh, Meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And uh, now I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break here. And on, this, on the other side of this break, will be uh, Carl Henkel will be uh, talking about fracking and injection wells and earthquakes and other relevant topics. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for information. Also a member of the ProMed Network, a podcast you can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. My name is Mike Savella. Uh, go to familymedicinerocks.com. And on the line with us uh, we have right now, um, after a long day of uh, traveling, is the Vindicator Business Report, uh, Carl Hinkle. Thank you so much for coming on the show there, sir. Yeah, good evening, Mike. Uh, and uh, are, are you safe in your undisclosed location? Now, I know that you didn't need to leave the Youngstown area for this interview, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I am in my bunker uh, away here. It's about 31 degrees here as well in uh, the nation's capital. Uh, so I, I feel your pain when it comes to the uh, the weather, at least today. 
That's right. That's right. Um, so uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I'm really looking forward to this uh, discussion that we're going to be having because I know I've had a lot of questions and I've had a lot of my patients who are asking a lot of questions about this as well. But why don't we just kind of back up a little bit here? And uh, I, I'm curious about kind of your, your background, uh, you know, as far as, you know, how, how did you be how, how did journalism come uh, to to your interest, and 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 uh, my second question would be, how did you get to work to the, in, for the Vindicator? And I guess my third question, right off the bat, is, um, how did you come across this story? Were you assigned the story, or is this something that was showing uh, interest to you, Carl? Well, uh, I guess I'll start with the first question. Um, I was actually a sports guy before I came down here uh, to Youngstown and worked at the Vindicator. Um, but when I did get down here after a late night email to editor Todd Franco, um, they wanted me to do news. And so I started the news and did that for a couple months. And then there was a an opening for the business desk, and I shifted over there. And I started going to uh, landowner uh, meetings uh, involving oil and gas leases uh, and, and got to hear from many landowners about uh, whether or not they liked uh, the fact that we we're going to be fracking here in Ohio um, horizontally, which is which is different than the fracking that's taken place in past years. Um, you know, they're, the pros and the cons uh, for the subject, uh, you know, that, that landowners have. And also kind of from the industry, industry perspective, what they were trying to do. So it, it all kind of started by going to these meetings and talking to people and, and getting their feelings on whether or not they want this to take place in their backyard. And it, it just kind of spurred from there. And then we, we of course, got a a handful of earthquakes, um, and things just built from there. Now, something that that you know, that I really had to try to figure out, um, and uh, and I, I guess we should also um, to start out by saying that um, you know you're not a geologist, you're not a scientist, you're not a politician, you don't work for industry. Um, a lot of the things that you're going to be saying tonight are 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 things that that uh, you've talked to people. Uh, or and or done your own research, you know, on this topic, um, and just just to let the the you know the listeners know, you know, I you know I have nothing to disclose myself, you know, I'm just a concerned citizen here, uh, just trying to get more information on this. So just 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 to kind of get that out of the way. Yeah, don't don't um, misconstrue me for an expert, for a lawyer, for a geologist. I'm I'm none of the above. Uh, people ask, well, what should I do? Should I sign this lease? It's for 2,500 an acre. You know, uh, should should I allow fracking in my backyard? Uh, that's that's not my job. That's not my position to tell you either way what you should do. I'm just presenting the facts, the information um, from the people that I've talked to inside the industry and out uh, regarding this topic. And, and you've talked to you know people you know. Uh, uh, from all different angles on this story, it's not just you know one person or one industry or you know, one segment of this. I mean, you, you have tried to really just talk to a lot of different people to get a lot of different points of view, including you know just normal citizens around here trying to get their point of view across as well. Is that right? That is correct, and that's both a good and bad thing because you get to hear so many different opinions from so many different perspectives. Uh, but on the other hand, it, it is a bad thing in that uh, this industry is, is very secretive. A lot of people don't know the ins and outs of the industry, so there's many, many misconceptions uh, that we have to try to weed through in the media and, and try to present the correct information to the public so they can make an informed decision. 
Um, I guess on the line here is a vindicated business report on Carl Hinkle. And um, uh, so let's really kind of just break this down because I, I know, uh, you know, uh, just just the terms, you know, fracking and injection wells, um, and, and you outlined that in your article today um, in the uh, in the vindicator. Um, so if you could just maybe just outline, just like you did in your article today, as far as, you know, what is, you know, this hydraulic fracture drilling or fracking and, and how injection wells kind of is on the tail end of that. Yes. Uh, fracking is a process that uh, has been around for many, many decades. Uh, it's essentially drilling for natural gas and oil. Um, to think of it in simple terms, uh, the same kind of drilling that you and I w would do to put together a kitchen table uh, or any other piece of uh, furniture in our house, that's kind of the way that fracking always was. They'd go straight into the ground, and they'd be able to tap into natural gas and oil. Well, uh, a few years ago, they developed a technology that allows them to go you know, straight down into the ground vertically, but now they can also drill horizontally. So they go down, and then they go out. And this allows them to unlock even more natural gas and oil that uh, had previously been untapped. Um, now, of course, when you when you talk about drilling, um, there are fears of contamination, and more so now in the fact that um, we're in a in a regular well, you would know where they drilled. It would be straight down. Now you can't really see where they're drilling, uh, you know, from above the ground, which has many people scared. Now, for the fracking process to work, at least horizontally, they need to use water or salty, chemical-laced, uh, what could be described as brine. They need about 4 million uh, barrels of this, this salty chemical liquid to break open shale rocks thousands of feet below the ground. And when they're done with that water, about 20% of it resurfaces and it needs to be disposed of. It's got too many chemicals, too much salt, too much sand to dump into rivers and streams. It will quickly contaminate um, drinking water. Uh, so they need to dispose of it somehow, and that is where the injection well comes in, which is essentially kind of like a regular vertical well, except they're not extracting gas or oil. They're putting this brine and injecting it back into the ground. So they're so so they're taking this this uh, I guess byproduct and the, the the injection well part, and they they have to find some way to dispose of it. So so that is where so from what I understand, then like an injection uh, injection well is something that is built and that is something that this byproduct um, is is placed in. Um, is it thousands of feet below the ground as well? Yeah, and for perspective as well. When they're drilling in the Utica and the Marcellus Shale here in Ohio and in Pennsylvania and, and possibly New York, uh, that's about anywhere from four to 6,000 feet below the ground, at least in our area. Um, the injection wells can, can vary. Some of them are as shallow as 1,500 feet, some as deep as 9,300 feet. Uh, so it all depends. And in, in the story in today's Vindicator, um, these new kind of super wells, uh, go deep, 9,300 feet deep, and allow much more of this brine to be disposed of as opposed to a well that's maybe only a few thousand feet deep. 
Now, the, this this new process that, that you're talking about, are you, are you talking about a new fracking process or a new injection well process or both? Well, it, it's a little bit of both. First of all, um, the, the new or newer aspect of the fracking is the ability to drill horizontally. Okay. Um, and and with the injection wells, it's, it's not necessarily new, but it's new to this area and new uh, for this, I guess, drilling frenzy or drilling boom in that there are going to be so many wells that need to be fracked, which means there's going to be so much water that needs to be, you know, mixed with chemicals and sand, and therefore creates a bigger need to dispose of that fluid uh, once they are done fracking, uh, which led to these deeper injection wells, which just allow a much greater volume of brine to be injected into the ground. Now, for, okay, so uh, so quickly if I'm wrong here, so with these deeper and kind of different type of in, injection wells, um, that it depends on what type of rock is in there that they are injecting down to, because I'm getting to the earthquake question. Uh, mm-hmm. So, because that, that's kind of where a lot of this is 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 where the the uh, information mis- misinformation is going on, and, and just in my own reading. Um, is that when when this uh, material is injected into the ground in these injection wells, uh, it really depends on a type of rock that it goes to or goes under? Or um, uh, can, can you clarify that a little bit for me? Yeah. Well, for instance, you wouldn't want to inject uh, this brine into a, a shale rock formation like the Utica or the Marcellus. That's the one you want to frack in order to unlock natural gas and oil. You need to find a permeable rock formation, um, which easily can accept the brine uh, when it is pumped into the ground, and therefore the water will be able to permeate, the brine, excuse me, will be able to permeate, and uh, and the well can accept more and more of it. Um, so really, the there are a few underground formations that are target zones, um, if anybody's familiar with the Clinton sandstone, uh, that is a sandstone. It's very permeable, uh, as is the Mount Simon, which is also permeable, also a sandstone. So, yeah, they, they're looking for um, formations, kind of sandy or permeable uh, underground formations to inject this brine as opposed to rock formation. So, um, so um and just to let the uh, people know, outside of this local area here, there have been some uh, low-grade tremors or earthquakes on the order of, uh, I think, a two-magnitude and three-magnitude um, over the past, I would say, I don't know, 12 months or so, the past year or so. Um, and things really came to a head on New Year's Eve when when uh, the four-point magnitude earthquake happened. And just listening to, to the discussions and the debate following that, from what I understand, um, where that well is, is that it is that injection well, the, the material was injected into a well that is uh, uh, where the rock was not as permeable and, and that is what kind of set off that seismic uh, reaction. Is it? Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, the target formation in this instance was uh, the Mount Simon sandstone, which is the layer directly above the bedrock. And, and when you think of the bedrock, think of a 
you know, a granite countertop. Uh, you, you really can't force water into a countertop. It will just kind of splash aside. Uh, so when the brine is, is getting in between those two layers, it acts as a lubricant, and now these layers, which, uh, you know, under the normal force of gravity, aren't really going to move, now have the possibility to move, especially if there's a fault line, you know, many millions, if not billions of years old, that has previously went undiscovered. Um, so... So that, that's if you want to think, of, think about it this way, too, uh, if the Mount Simon is a sponge and you set the sponge on top of the granite countertop, you're really not going to be able to move it very easily. Uh, but should you put some fluid in between the sponge and the granite countertop, you're more easily able to slide that sponge across the countertop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so well, what I've been understanding in, in, in the aftermath of New Year's Eve was that is it's that specific well um, that is the problem because there are, from what I understand, hundreds of these injection wells throughout the state of Ohio. Is that right? Yeah, there are 176 in operation now, and they've been around for many, many years. Um, it, it, it's all it's kind of a circumstantial thing in that. Um, you know, all these other wells have been injecting into the correct formation. It could have been human error. Um, it could have just been a mistake in the permitting process. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't know if anybody really expected this because, you know, at the time of the first earthquake, March 17th, we actually had two that day, um, you know, people were trying to figure out as we got number two, number three, number four, number five, um, you know, what, what is going on here? You know, what are the potential um, triggers for these earthquakes. And, and for those who are familiar with the area, um, you know, we considered uh, that the dump that's there, you know, we asked around to see if that could cause anything. Um, obviously, a lot of activity with the with the mills going on. But um, it, it really uh, goes back to one particular resident, Mike Costarella, who, you know, uh, on his own accord started plotting the epicenters of these earthquakes and quickly found that um, they were surrounding this injection well, which uh, it kind of flew under the radar. It, it went in, it was permitted in 2010, but not many people talked about it. And this was kind of before I got down to Youngstown. And, and when he pointed it out, it all kind of added up pretty quickly. Uh, and that's where we're at today. Um, and just to let people know uh, today, you know, locally here, uh, the politicians are having a field day here, and uh, they're really trying to push back um, and to have more study, which I don't disagree with. Um, but uh, um, I know the Vindicator has been covering a lot of stories, and all the local media here has been covering a lot of stories on that, and the, the whole political angle um, is uh, is interesting um, as well. Um, on the line with us, uh, we have here uh, business reporter Carl Henkel from uh, the uh, Youngstown uh, Vindicator. Uh, and something that, that I've um, been seeing uh, that you have been trying to do on your own um, uh, blog slash website bizcarl.wordpress.com is, is kind of your own analysis of what the press has been um, dealing with uh, this story here in the Youngstown area and uh, uh, just kind of reading your your uh, your uh, website there is that, uh, you know, that the media is really linking together um, fracking and um, earthquakes uh, and I've even seen some of your discussions on uh, Facebook as well, uh, talking to uh, people trying to uh, try to uh, get the right information out. Um, is this something that you, you've been seeing very frequently? You know, as you've been doing this story. Yeah, it's been pretty widespread, and it, it really took off 
um, first on uh, December 30th when the state decided to shut down uh, the Youngstown Brine Injection Well, and then on Saturday uh, following the magnitude 4.0 earthquake. Uh, uh, what essentially many uh, people in the media are doing is equating the, the earthquakes to the fracking process, the drilling or the extraction of the natural gas and oil. When indeed uh, there's no fracking going on, I think within a 25 to 30 mile radius of Youngstown. Uh, and that leaves the injection well, which uh, again is, is injection of uh, salty chemical laced fluid, um, the exact opposite of what fracking is. And, and I know it's all part of the same industry, but especially with a topic that so many people are unfamiliar with, it really doesn't help anybody to say that fracking caused it. Uh, obviously, uh, there would not be the need for injection wells uh, of this you know, size and, uh, and number if fracking was not going on, but I think it's important to, to distinguish between the two. Uh, fracking is for extraction purposes. Injection well is for injection purposes. Um, and also, just to um, let people know out there, and, and I learned this from uh, your last radio show that you were on, is that um, in this in this Marcella Shale Formation area, which covers um, Ohio and Pennsylvania, I believe parts of West Virginia as well, um, that uh, there are a lot more injection wells here in Ohio than in the other Marcella Shale states. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, like I mentioned before, 176 in operation now in Ohio. I believe there are six, seven, or eight over in Pennsylvania. And there are a couple reasons for that. Um, one, the, the permitting. It's it's a bit easier to get the permits here in Ohio. Um, Pennsylvania so runs through the federal EPA uh, when permitting uh, injection wells in that state. And also the geology is different. And I know that, that some people in the industry will disagree with me on that, but, uh, you know, I drove four or five hours through Pennsylvania today. And, uh, if... Just by looking, you can't tell the geology is a bit different in Pennsylvania than, uh, you know, maybe you need to get a second look. But but that is definitely the two reasons, the permitting and the geology, um, are both reasons why Ohio has 176 and Pennsylvania has eight. Um, on the line with us, we have uh, Vindicator Business Reporter Carl Hinkle. And uh, I, let me ask you about kind of uh, the feedback that you've been getting from the general public Um uh, even before the the last uh, eight or ten days, um, as far as you know, you've went to a lot of meetings, a lot of informational meetings um, in the past few months, um, especially when it comes to people, you know, possibly even selling or leasing their land for the um, hydraulic fracking portion of this process. Um, what, what kind of feedback or what kind of questions are you getting just from the general public? Um, you know, when they go to these meetings, or do they have an understanding? Is there, is there fear or is there, you know, are they really um, uh, excited about the potential, you know, economic aspect or are they really concerned about the environmental aspect or is it kind of all across the board? It's really all across the board. Obviously, I think the, the first thing that anybody will bring up is, is land destruction, water contamination, pollution. Um, but for those who, who don't, consider that to be an issue, I mean, then the first thing that they'll talk about is uh, the potential monetary gains. Um, what I've received in terms of emails and letters and, and discussion points from readers is um, is just that, questions, you know, what should I do if I'm approached uh, for an oil and gas lease? Uh, 
Um, and, and again, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, you know, I will point them in the right direction. And we've written about some of the topics before of ways that a landowner can protect uh, him or herself. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with seeking out the right advice. Um, you you shouldn't really sign anything of this magnitude where you're kind of giving up some of your property rights uh, in exchange for potentially thousands of dollars an acre uh, without speaking with somebody who knows the lingo and knows the in and outs and, and knows uh, the language that needs to be included in that contract to benefit uh, both the landowner and the drilling company. Um, and just to let people uh, uh, locally here know that uh, there's going to be a meeting uh, at the uh, Cabelli Center, which is our um, you know, huge uh, kind of arena here in the Youngstown, Ohio area. Uh, there's going to be kind of an informational meeting on Wednesday, January 11th from 5 to 7 p.m. in the Cabelli Center uh, community room. Uh, so that will be uh, obviously a lot of press will be there and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what kind of discussion uh, constructive or otherwise will come out of, of that informational uh, type of meeting. Um, but um, as far as kind of other types of, you know, kind of misconceptions or things that you're hearing out there either locally or otherwise, as far as, you know, things that are, you know, not really, you know, um, you know, that accurate or misinformation or just heavily, um, heavily spun as far as information goes, you know, anything that has to do with this fracking or injection wells issue? A lot of it is is a lack of perspective. Um, you, you talk about the uh, potential economic gains, and there was a report that came out in September that said uh, by 2015, uh, the oil and gas industry will create about 200,000 jobs for the state of Ohio. Uh, which is an astronomical number, and if it someday comes true, would obviously be uh, very beneficial to the state and the people of the state. Um, but looking into that study, it was an industry-funded study. Um, uh, there seems to be some some uh, calculation flaws in, in what they're considering, you know, a job created by the oil and gas industry. Um, there was then a report a few months later from Ohio State University that kind of knocked that number all the way back down to 20,000 new jobs. Uh, personally, it'll probably meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, it probably won't be as astronomical, and it probably it will, it definitely will have an impact, um, you know, unless there's some regulatory changes. But it, it's keeping it in perspective. This isn't going to uh, completely destroy Ohio as we know it environmentally. It's not going to solve all of our job problems by itself. Uh, so the, the, really the perspective, and, and even speaking um, to that point again, uh, I, I pointed something out on my blog um, just the other day uh, regarding a uh, another blog who did a report on, on how many violations gas wells in Ohio uh, were, were levied um, in 2011. And the number was something like 693, which, you know, it seems like a, a pretty – pretty big number, 693, um, but when you take into context that there are 68,000 wells in the state, uh, that means that only 1% of all wells received a violation. So, it, again, keeping everything in perspective, whether it be environmentally, economically, politically, uh, and unfortunately not many people are doing that to this point. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just for just from my perspective, you know, here in uh, in Salem, uh, you know, about maybe last summer or six months ago, I mean, everybody uh, was was talking about the uh, uh, potential economic boom, especially for you know, this small town here, which is has been losing all kinds of industry and jobs and things. Um, but uh, just in the past week or so, you know, um, people are scared, um, and you know, rightly so, you know that you know. You know, maybe we just need more information about this. Uh, my concern is that, you know, where are people of this community, um, small community or in, in the tri-county area, you know, uh, where are they going to be getting their information? Um, it's going to be accurate information. It's going to be something with some kind of, uh, you know, a political bent to it. Um, and um, for right now, I mean, you know, pe- people, people are scared and, and, and um, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, that the supporters of this, uh, of the potential, um, you know, economic boom or success, you know, they have a they have a pretty you know bad PR problem right now as as far as trying to get the right information out there, try to get you know people relieve people's fears, um, acknowledge them, but but still say you know that, that they're still this has been done for a long time. Um, we have numbers that you know these type of complications don't happen as much. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the people that I'm talking to, you know, down here is just, you know, they're, they're really, really hesitant right now and, and I'm not sure, you know, what would need to be done just to try to get the balance out there as far as what their, you know, right information about that is. I mean, are you getting that sense when you're talking, I mean, has things really changed in the past, you know, week or so as, as, as you're talking to people or, or as you're getting a sense of what the community is feeling here? I think that many people who are kind of in the middle about this subject, um, uh, kind of are leaning more on the skeptical side now uh, that the earthquake happened and, and everybody felt this one and there was you know damage reported uh, with the magnitude 4.0. Um, uh, but aside from that, you know it, it's it's really hard to say because you're you're not going to change and, and nor should you try to change the opinions of those who are for this or, or against it. That they may have their reasons. Um, but again, it's it's about keeping everything in perspective. Um, the state, you know, to think that the state is going to allow uh, the oil and gas industry to come in and destroy all of the land and water is a bit far-fetched. Just as um, uh, you know, to think that the industry is going to come in and give everybody a job. Um, and, and I think part of the issue with being skeptical and being scared and, and cautious to some extent is, is the industry is kind of quiet. Um, they are kind of secretive. So, uh, I mean, they're not as open as a lot of other industries are, and that and that kind of turns people off as well. Um, on the line with us, we have uh, Vindicator uh, business reporter Carl Henkel, and I encourage you to go to uh, the uh, newspaper website there, vindicator.com slash fracking, and um, um it, it, on there, that, you know, they have uh, they have the map that you're talking about as far as the epicenters, which I which I think is very helpful. It's interesting when I saw that on your Twitter feed. Um, but maybe to, to describe to the listeners as far as you know, what is the Vindicator doing uh, for this story, and 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 what is that uh, part of the website? What what is that? Uh, what are you what are you guys trying to do with that part of the website of the Vindicator? Well, you know, we're we're seeing a lot. What you've noticed is that people uh, are, are skeptical or don't know all the information that they need to know to make an informed decision, uh, whether it be, um, you know, leasing their land for this practice or, you know, just just 
making sure that they know what is going on in their community. And so our real objective is to just get, you know, as much accurate, unbiased information on the website and in the newspaper as possible so that, you know, everybody knows what is going on. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter which side uh, that you're on, uh, whether you're pro-drilling or whether you're against drilling. I think that the stuff that we put up there is meant to inform and, you know, if it changes your opinion, so be it. But but that's not the objective. The objective is just to get as much accurate information out there as possible. Uh, and I've been reading some of the comments or trying to wade through a lot of the comments on that section of the website. And uh, generally, you know, it's uh, it's been positive, if at anything else, um, uh, to try to get the information out there on this very complicated subject. And, um, um, and I, they do have some videos on there too uh, that people can watch and uh, get pretty good information about that. Um, so I encourage people to, uh, to to check that out. Um, so from what I understand right now is that um, Carl, that so that well right now is is shut down. Is that right, or do I have that wrong? No, that that well is shut down indefinitely, and uh, the state also following the earthquake. On New Year's Eve, put a ban on injection wells within a five-mile radius of the well um, until more studies uh, are done. Uh, DNL, the company who owns the Youngstown well, is going to finance um, a study of the geology of the Youngstown area to see if uh, you know if they made a mistake, if the state made a mistake, if it was just uh, kind of an accident that this well had caused uh, eleven earthquakes. Um, and uh, that that's brought some uh, some blowback, too, in that uh, you're getting the company who is, you know, kind of accused of creating earthquakes to fund the study. But, uh, you know, at the same token, I think it's something that needs to be done and needs to be explored, um, you know, for the sake of the community and for the sake of, of, of the company uh, to some extent as well. Because, you know, if they're doing something wrong and, and there's no way to document it or, or tell them that they're doing something wrong, uh, then that study, I think, will be beneficial to all. And uh, there's also a company in Trumbull County that also has an injection well up there, too. Is that right? Yeah, there are, uh, uh, I think, a handful of companies who have injection wells up in Trumbull County. I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, more than a dozen now in uh, Mahoning and Trumbull. Uh, none yet in Columbiana, but uh, those are coming shortly. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're out there. Uh, they've been out there for, for a while now. Uh, this one happened to be newer, happened to be deeper, happened to be bigger. Uh, and just happened to be right in the center of 11 earthquakes. Um, and uh, we were kind of joking at the top of the show that uh, that uh, you are not in the Youngstown area right now, but but uh, uh, you're going to be attending a, a conference uh, there tomorrow having to do uh, with the fracking industry. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, it will essentially break down uh, some of the health risks associated, uh, whether it be uh, from water contamination, possible water contamination, um, you know, air pollution, uh, things of that nature. Also, the the rules and regulations, uh, both federally and at the state level. So, you know, kind of touch on all bases. Um, you know, we had a uh, a shale conference and expo that was mostly industry driven back in November at the Cavelli Center. Uh, so, I guess this this could kind of be looked at as the uh, the counter conference uh, to that event. And we'll just, uh, you know, get the perspective of of those in the environmental and and, uh, and science fields. And uh, I think there will be some medical folks there as well uh, to kind of tell us what we need to look for. 
Yeah, I'd be kind of curious to uh, to kind of hear some of that information. Uh, I've been doing some reading on my own, and uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see uh, what information that you learn tomorrow on that. Um, so I guess kind of uh, uh, in closing up things here, Carl, um, is, uh, are there any other uh, topics or any other issues or any other misconceptions or anything else that you would think that that the public um, is not hearing or is hearing in very low tones out there as far as fracking and injection wells and earthquakes and anything related to this issue at all? Just separate the two. Um, not completely, but, but enough so that you understand that, that when you frack, you are extracting. Uh, when you have an injection well, you are injecting. Uh, they are two completely different but related processes. Uh, if you'd like a good description, uh, if you haven't picked up today's Vindicator, uh, we've got a nice chart on the front page that, that describes this process from the fracking um, where the uh, chemical and sand brine comes back up and it gets trucked to an injection well where it's then injected. So uh, I think it's a good visual for people to have. They can cut it out hanging on their fridge if they're ever confused. You know, just look at that, and that's that's what we're dealing with, with here. Two, uh, two processes that do go hand in hand, but they are, um, you know, pretty distinctly different. And then the other thing, too, is, is something that I plan to explore a little bit more is, is on the chemical front because that – that seems to be something that everybody's worried about as well. Um, and I see some of the blogs out there touting that, you know, each well uses 40,000 gallons of, of chemicals, uh, which from the people I've talked to is pretty accurate. But then again, when you're using 4 million barrels of water, um, you know, I guess the rule of dilution or, or whatever it's called in the scientific field, um, so you need to take that into account as well. Um, along with what chemicals they're using, you know, what are the most harmful, what do landowners need to test for in their drinking water to make sure that uh, that everybody's going to be healthy and remain healthy uh, as long as this process is going on. Um, Carl Heckel from the uh, Vindicator, uh, you know, Vindicator newspaper, business reporter, uh, what would be the best way for people to uh, to contact you or, or, or contact Vindicator or, or have any kind of feedback uh, from their point of view, you know, especially when it comes to fracking? Yeah, well, uh, check out the website, vindy.com slash fracking. If there's any questions, uh, my email is fracking at vindy.com, uh, F-R-A-C-K-I-N-G at B-I-N-D-Y.com. Um, and uh, that would be the best way. I, I try to answer all the emails. Um, if you do have a specific question, I think we're going to start up here with a kind of a question and answer feature in the paper. So, um, you know, it'll be a little bit more direct than writing a particular story. Uh, and people will get to see their questions answered and, uh, and investigated if need be. And also uh, direct people to uh, to your website slash blog, uh, bizcarl, B-I-Z-K-A-R-L dot WordPress. Uh, dot com. Uh, so, Carl, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I, I've been trying to catch up and in, in, in reading your articles on Vindy.com and uh, it, um, do great work. Um, and uh, it, it seems to be, you know, it's really interesting, must be really interesting from your point, uh, your perspective covering this story for these past many months. And really, it's kind of come to a head at this point. Um, and, and to be, you know, that voice out there to try to sort things out for the community. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of hype that's going on out there and and, uh, um, and a lot of people who are trying to spin it their way and it uh, must be you know, tough and challenging for you to try to really get to the bottom of it. What are the real facts and, uh, you know, how to deliver that to the public? 
Yeah, tough, challenging, uh, two, two good adjectives, confusing at times, uh, tiring, exhausting. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, to this point um, that uh, that we've done a good job at, at getting the information out there. And if, if there's anything that people think that we haven't explored uh, too much in depth that we should, uh, you know, shoot an email. And, um, you know, if we've already covered it, I'll send back uh, a link to the story. If we haven't covered it in depth enough, then uh, then we'll investigate further. Uh, I have to tell you, I, I've really enjoyed our conversation, you know, and uh, as, as things unfold here in the local community, you know, I'd love to bring it back at some point and uh, try to, you know, review things at that point in time. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's, 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 it's been a great conversation. Yeah, not a problem. Anytime, Mike. Uh, so um, we will uh, take a quick break here, and I'll probably have another five minutes, and we will end the show here this evening. Uh, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. Uh, we will be right back. Welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. My name is uh, Mike Savella, and uh, that was a you know, that was a great interview there. Um, you know, it was a great conversation. There. It really alleviated some of the uh, concerns uh, and some of the questions that I have. Some of the basic questions that I had uh, when it came to you know, fracking and injection wells and earthquakes and what does this mean and what does that mean. Um, and uh, Carl has been covering this story for the past few months, um, and it was interesting getting his perspective on uh, talking to potential um, uh, people who would be selling or leasing their land for the um, hydraulic fracking part of this process, the fracking part of this process, uh, for the potential economic boom of all of this. Uh, So uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see how this unfolds here in the next few months, Obviously, the political firestorm here is red hot um, in the past uh, eight days, and I have a blog post uh, at familymedicinerocks.com uh, talking about my perspective of what I think is going to happen here is that this, this, this political firestorm that's going on here, local politicians have really uh, jumped on the bandwagon here and uh, are trying to really make this a political issue uh, locally, which I think they're trying to carry to the state level, which I think they're going to try to carry to the national level, even to a point where they want to try to make it a uh, defining issue in this upcoming U.S. presidential election, especially with Ohio being a swing state, a battleground state. Um, people politically are looking for any kind of advantage uh, coming up for this uh, presidential election. So it will be interesting to see what happens in the next 10 months um, especially on this issue, and you know, does will it become a uh, state level and national level political firestorm that will tip the balance uh, that will uh, uh, come forward on this uh, presidential election? So, so what kind of see? What kind of see? My what have, my prediction is that it will. My prediction is that uh, uh, the uh, uh, the anti uh, fracking injection well, people will be able to bring this to the level of the state um, and potentially to the national level, and, and I think it's going to uh, going to be a huge, a huge issue uh, coming in the next uh, ten months here. So, so we'll see, we'll see. It's, I'm on record here. 
<laughs> so, so if I'm wrong, then I know people will tell me. But, uh, but we'll uh, we'll kind of see uh, what happens here. Uh, but uh, yeah, see what I want to do with the podcast here is is to uh, try to uh, cover some other topics other than uh, uh, medicine and uh, social media. And um, uh, that was an a interesting uh, conversation that we had uh, right there. So um, uh, next week, uh, same time. Uh, it will be uh, Sunday, uh, January uh, 15th at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, also a Saturday night show um, as well. And you can get all the information about me and about this show um, at familymedicinerocks.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can also uh, become a, a friend. They don't call it anymore. Uh, Facebook friend, no. You can also uh, like this show on Facebook. Um, and I also, I'm also on uh, Google+, Plus, uh, which I don't use that much, and other type of uh, social media platforms. So uh, uh, so thanks again to uh, uh, Carl Henkel uh, from the uh, Youngstown Vindicator newspaper. Uh, he's the business reporter there. And you can go to vindy.com slash fracking. Um, also, uh, bizcarl.wordpress.com. He's also on Twitter as well. So that's all I have for you here this evening. Thank you all for uh, joining me either live or listening uh, on the podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Mike Savilla, uh, coming to you from Salem, Ohio, here in northeastern Ohio. Um, have a great week coming up, and uh, we will talk to you down the road. Good night, everybody. Well, take it.